I'm feeling mighty lonesome, haven't slept a wink. I walk the floors and watch the doors and in between I drink. Black coffee, loves a hand-me-down brew. I'll never know a Sunday in these weekday blues. I'm talking to the shadows, one o'clock till four. And oh, how slow the moments go, and all I do is pause. Black coffee, since the blues caught my eye, I'll never know a Monday, my Sunday dreams to dry. Well, man was born to go a-lovin', and woman's born to sit and fret. And stay at home and tend her oven And sound her last regrets In coffee and cigarettes I'm distracted by the Roomba In the lounge room It's going round and round and round And it'll end soon My carpet will hopefully look clean Cause my back is too fucked up For regular vacuuming For regular vacuuming Haven't been singing much. I occasionally sing when I play the ukulele, get in a bit of practice, so... It's probably still happening twice a week? Three times a week? I don't know. Hasn't been a super long time. It's only been a couple of days since I picked up the ukulele. But I haven't been singing because I've got a dry cough from smoking too much. And I just haven't felt like it. I've been really getting into the video editing. I've made two film clips now for Trudy, a.k.a. Condensation, a.k.a. Confession and Denial. Uh, Love Slips Away is the most recent one, and that's got Foxy Lady from Awesome Source dancing around like a maniac, flipping her hair around. It's awesome. Um, as well as Australian countryside videoed or slow-mo videoed from a train when I went down, well, one time from when I caught the train down to my dad in Yukai and another time when I went down to visit Trudy in Sydney on the train. That 18 hours. <laughs> so, yeah. That's what I've been really focusing on lately. That and dating. So I guess it's time for some more... Do, 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 do. Tinder files. Lulu Island. Personally, I've always been a city man. However, seeing as how me, Orson Welles, really hasn't made his way towards the beach, 
or any sort of island for that matter. I, well, myself and all of the Mercury Theatre players, we all agree that Lulu Island is exactly the kind of island we would choose to visit. We fully endorse you. It's Lulu Island. The da na na na, the da na na na. It's Lulu Island. Da na 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 na. Palm trees, palm trees, beaches, beaches, coconuts, coconuts, and cocktails, cocktails, music, music, morphing clouds, and dreamscapes, dreamscapes, that's right, isn't that great? On Lulu Island, 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 podcast. Do, 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 do. Coming up next is a call-in for Maria. And then we're going to go into some Tinder files. By the way, yes, it would be fun to talk about stuff and catch up. Actually, awesome sauce, Foxy Lady and I were talking the other day about trying to do a call with you in the mix as well. And um, one of the things we, was, we were talking about is um, social media kind of. So it'd be interesting to see your thoughts. Um, you know, maybe you have some insights, like you were saying, on Instagram. You had to restart a new page and stuff. Um, I'm talking about that kind of stuff a little bit lately. Um, yeah. So anyway, we'll talk. Bye. Well, thank you, Maria. And... I think that sounds like a great idea for the three of us to get together and talk. All things social media or perhaps just Anchor, I think that it would be fun, 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 whatever happened to my voice. I heard myself singing, Maria, on Trudy's podcast and I had the blues band in the background and I clearly couldn't hear myself, I guess, because I was singing really, really flat. It wasn't too bad. I was making up some cool words, but which were mostly, I was pretty drunk, but mostly about Trudy's voice getting shot into space, except that it didn't because the dude who said that he was going to play her on the radio station never did it, never did done, did it, at least not to my knowledge. I listened for an hour. Trudy listened for an hour and a half. That was, was a bit of a bummer to be honest. But life has its ups, life has its downs. It's just trying to keep that medium line at a certain level. <laughs> so you feel okay at the very least most of the time, right? Well, I've got some stories coming up about not feeling so great or maybe I'll have a little inspirational twist in there. Maybe I'll feel more sanguine about it when I talk about it now. Coming up next, the Tinder Files. So to give you guys a big big bit of an update (laughs) or a background, one of those things, an update background, that's what this is. (laughs) I had a really bad experience. I'll start with the worst and then from here on in, 
it gets better. Um, I did get a lot of shock um, from a, a date with a woman who had been attacked in the past and it really scared me because I had been practicing some pretty reckless behavior with Tinder, like not vetting people really hardly at all, um, which is how I managed to have sex with three strangers in five days, plus my boyfriend. Um, I guess <laughs> I was feeling a little horny. I only get to see my boyfriend once a week. Um, so, you know, we have a scheduled time together, which has its, you know, pluses and minuses. The pluses are I don't get too crazy fatal attraction, you know, new, with the new relationship energy thing like I can do, be too intense and scare people away. But at the same time, it's feeling a little impersonal. But I guess that's that's a sidetrack. So, well, not really, because I think that was at the foundation now that I think of it of why I was reaching out. I thought it was just needing physical contact, more physical contact, more sex, but I think it's more than that. And so, yeah, I um, was really hoping that one of the Tinder guys that was good at the sex, which is very good at the sex, and who I wasn't really, you know, he's only going to be in Australia a short time, a short term. Oh, yeah. Do you remember? Francois, codenamed Francois, the French pastry chef. Well, anyway, he and I made an arrangement, not a solid one, not a time, not a place, but a, a, an arrangement to meet up on Friday night. Just gone. And I texted him while well, I knew he was at work, but I thought I'd hear from him after work, after he finished work at 1pm. Or after his nap, after he got home from work or something, but I never heard from him. So I had another guy that had been pursuing me quite a lot, um, who had accidentally stood up by sleeping through his date, the date that, oh my God, I felt terrible, I really felt terrible. I think that's part of the reason I ended up going out with him is because I just felt so remorseful about sleeping through our date so I was like okay we'll go out with this guy we'll go to the we're going to the pub so that's safer meeting in a public place and I was actually crashing a thing with his friend which I liked because it was just more than him and I you know I, and it was good like having the three-person interaction his friend was you know fun to chat with he'd just come back from overseas so you know was we were able to have some interesting small talk I guess and it just, uh, yeah, it wasn't a good night. Um, he was really pushy. And now I know if ever somebody's trying to be pushy with alcohol or anything with me, just to do not pass go, do not collect $200, just leave that be. Because it started with, I still had some alcohol left in my drink. It was low, but you know, I still had the lemon, lime and bitters that I'd gotten when I first got there. Cause so I'm just, I'm not a big drinker. And he said, do you want another drink? I said, no, I'm good. He's like, I'm going to get you one. I'm like, please don't. I'm 
fine, really. Um, and he came back with a drink for me, and I was not impressed, and actually pushed it back towards him, and um, I can't remember at what stage, like, he was being pushy, and I actually, like, I turned right around in the booth seat, and I was just like, hey, cut it out, and his friend later said he thought that this dude was going to get glassed by me, so, I mean, I must have been being pretty clear with my boundaries, you know, like just saying, just stop it. So, but, you know, I was, okay. Uh, so this guy was in Twikink. Uh, I'm not going to say what, but I'm interested in exploring kinks. Um, if you don't know what that is, Google it. Um, so I was willing to overlook a certain amount of stuff in order to spread my wings kinkwise, let's say. And I thought maybe he was just awkward or he had his, you know, he's originally from Kenya. Uh, he's about the same age as me, a little bit older. Um, he's had 20 years in Australia and I imagine he probably experienced some bad stuff back home, which is why he likes to drink um, as he calls it, the Victoria Bitter, very, calls it VB, very best. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was also being a bit physically pushy. I think that might've been it or I don't know, but he just kept being too like just handsy, you know? And I actually said to him, I said, that's come on, don't be too handsy. And I did it back to him. I was like, touched him where he touched me on the chest. I touched him, you know, I'm like, no more of this. Okay. Anyway, so we went back to his place and I was, and he said, I thought you didn't like me. I was like, yeah, but it's just, you were just being too pushy. And then he was got defensive, <sighs> which probably should have been, you know, once again, another red flag. Um, we went up to his place and I was quite drunk from three ciders like I was oh not drunk drunk but you know and so when you put the tv on tv's just mm, maybe a zone out I don't want to you know um but he was putting putting it on for the music but earlier on I'd been saying how I don't like tvs so I was just like okay you're gonna do that I'm just gonna lie down on the couch and just not look at the tv and um anyway so uh, he kind of complained and I'm like, I'm drunk, you know, that's what happens when I'm drunk. And he's like, how can you be drunk from three drinks? I'm like, I told you about a gazillion times. I don't drink. I'm, you know, this is, this is just it. So we ended up, I, I made an effort to engage and then, you know, we, we tried out the, the kink and he, like, there's supposed to be some pain involved, but he actually hurt me, like, a couple of times. And I I have a pretty high pain threshold because I've been through a lot. And I made it clear to him that he hurt me and that I didn't want to continue. And he responded with, I'll tell you, I'll tell you when we're done. And I, that was like, no. I said no straight away and then he leant across the bed and put his arm kind of like a little bit in front of me and I just, I did 
because leading up to that, I'd been saying to him, look, I'm nervous. I've, I had this date with this woman who told me this story and I'm very nervous now. And he kept saying, this is a space, safe space. I'm a gentleman and all this kind of stuff. So I was kind of like, hey, but I said it using this deep resonant voice that was like a, a like a, a, a sound cannon, you know, like I was a sound and I just shot this boom of of my voice out at him and he he removed his arm I got up really quickly grabbed all my stuff um you know and just got out of there but the scary and he didn't follow me so I as um I was I told Foxy Lady about this and um as she pointed out it's good like that he didn't follow you down the steps and stuff from his apartment because that shows he wasn't meaning to be violent with you. He wasn't meaning to hurt you. But I said, yeah, he's just he's just being an ass, a pushy asshole, you know. And, um, yeah, but I, I guess with the drink, with alcohol and stuff, you just don't know where that line is with somebody. And when I got downstairs and I was already spooked, I was just like, you know, because as I was leaving, he's go trying to engage me, like, why, Lulu, why? And I was thinking, if you haven't figured it out by now, <laughs> like, then there's no point in me telling you. I've told you repeatedly. So anyway, I, I just kept saying, no, no, I'll, I don't want to talk about it now. I'll talk about it later, which I didn't because I just blocked him. I feel kind of sorry for him in a way, but at the same time, I just, ugh, I can't deal. Because after all of that, um... I end up, when I woke up in the morning, I'd seen there'd been two messages, one in the middle of the night and one at 5am from the French pastry chef, Francois, the the fuckwit um, now, fuckwit Francois, Um, two booty call texts, yeah, that's right, two at different times and then I texted him when I woke, I wasn't entirely sure. But I can't remember. Anyway, ended up in this text thing, like, and I'm like, no, I'm sulking. I went on this terrible date, and I consider it your fault. <laughs> and, um, you know, kind of half joking, but just like, no, you can't, like, and then he kept trying to video call me, and then that put me in a really foul mood, because I ended up accidentally answering his video call, and then things weren't very, like, things were tense between him and I, because I'm... I just said, no, <laughs> you can't do that. That's, he's like, I'm, you cannot, I'm a man. I cannot have these rules, you know, <laughs> like, oh, get fucked, go away. So I just like ended the conversation and I haven't returned. I think, um, yeah, I won't be going back to, to good old Francois. Um, but I have my date with Mark on Wednesday night and uh, I've deleted, already deleted Tinder, like suspended my profile and deleted it off my phone because I just don't trust myself with it. It's like Uber Eats for sex and except um, less satisfying. At least I know what I'm getting with Uber Eats and I, I don't have to worry about my personal safety. But this complicated and risky and frustrating and guys who are just like telling you how 
intrigued. That I tell you what, if another guy t- tells me that he finds me intriguing, I'm just gonna like. I think that's gonna be like no. I'm not a dog playing a piano because I'm a woman who's sex positive and can hold, you know, an intelligent conversation about a broad range of things. No, no. There's nothing to be intrigued by. I'm a person. I'm a person with a personality. And I like sex because I'm human. Humans like sex. Newsflash. That's how we got to be invading the planet and taking over because we fuck. So, yeah. Despite all evidence to the contrary in terms of the what people seem to believe about me, I'm just a human being. And they treat me like I'm some, you know, supernatural, amazing. I, I, I had this one guy say that my voice is almost spiritual. And, I mean, him I'm a bit worried about anyway. He still wants to keep contact, but I'm keeping him at arm's length because I'm just now so sus. Anyway, they say all these things until they get ya. And then it's just like, bye. And I don't understand it because if they really believed me, and I guess maybe they don't believe me, maybe they think that it's all a facade, that I'm still just trying to get a relationship out of them or they somehow feel suffocated or it's just not as exciting. I think that's probably mainly it because actually somebody, a trans male said that to me recently. I really want to do it just right up until I can and then I just don't want to do it anymore. And I'm like, yeah, fucking typical. I didn't say anything, but they were like, yeah, maybe maybe I shouldn't do that. And I, I just couldn't even. So I guess that's just the thing. It's exciting. And I don't think it's just men. But it's a drag. I just want to find someone fun in an ongoing kind of way. I don't know. I don't know what I want anymore. Sometimes I think I just want to... What's the sexual version of a lobotomy? (sighs) Hysterectomy? I don't think that stops you from having to want sex. I've legit thought about seeing what medication suppresses your libido and finding a reason to go on that just so I don't have to deal with this shit. I swear to God.